Dr. Free and thank you so much for listening to this episode. Let me ask you a question. How would you like to be able to manage your finance effectively so that you can enjoy running your business, your money, and your life? If I can show you how to effectively manage your small business finances so that you can enjoy the revenue from your business, would you like to know? If the answer is yes, then listen real close. In this episode, I will show you exactly how you two can effectively manage your small business finances so that you can enjoy the fruit of your business so that you can focus on developing and running your business without financial troubles. We've titled this episode, My Life, My Business, My Money. How this small business finance strategy will help you succeed. According to the U.S. Internal Revenue Service or the IRS, as most people call it, Over 14 million Americans owe over $131 billion in back taxes. This includes penalties and interest and so forth. And despite the threat of owning thousands of dollars to the U.S. government, millions of Americans continue to fall behind on their taxes. And this is according to the IRS own data. I have talked to small businesses and people who have income without having 9 to 5 or W2 type of income and how they, they struggle, scramble sometimes trying to find ways to pay their taxes, which seems to them like it's a big surprise that time is up. You need to pay your taxes and they don't have the money set aside to pay these taxes. So they scramble taking money from other places or trying to find ways to pay Uncle Sam because this is an entity that most people don't want to mess with. You don't want to mess with the IRS. And these small business owners scramble trying to find ways to pay their taxes. And when I dig deep and I probe and I ask questions, most of the time it's a result of a lack of planning. They do not plan for taxes that will come up. And even when you look at personal finance, people that I, I counsel and I talk to about their personal finances, it's mostly a lack of planning. Here come Christmas and they are now borrowing money to buy gifts because they didn't plan. They didn't plan for Christmas and Christmas time comes around every year. Birthdays come around every year. Vacations and other things that we do, we don't plan for it. And when the time comes, then you scramble in to find money from somewhere else to pay for these things that come around every year. So these small businesses don't have a plan. Most of them don't have a plan to pay their taxes. In other countries, I think it's taken out from your account. But in the U.S., I'm speaking specifically for the U.S. system where you have to declare and pay your own taxes. And when that time comes, People don't have the money to pay and they owe 
the government, the IRS, the most powerful, they can take your life away, if I can paraphrase, people end up owing them. And that is not a place you want to be. There are people that we know, celebrities, that somehow they didn't plan to pay their taxes. And I'm talking about millions of dollars here. Why didn't they have a plan to pay their taxes when the money came in, right? Some of the well-known ones in the movie industry, for example, in the music industry, we all know about Wesley Snipes where he didn't pay taxes and was convicted on three misdemeanors counts of failing to file tax return from 1999 all the way to 2001. And he kept $7 million in taxes from the government. So that put him in trouble. And the guy called Mike Sorrentino, all the situation, if you were the Jesse Shaw shows, also find himself in the same situation where he pled guilty to tax evasion and was sent to prison. Stephen Baldwin, and the list goes on. You get Jaru, you get Daryl Strawberry, Fajo, Joe Francis, Lauren Hill, and the name goes on and on and on. Even Martha Stewart, Nicolas Cage, all these guys were found guilty for not paying their taxes. Nobody wants to pay tax, I understand that. But that's the law of the land. And when you have a proper planning in place, when you plan your finances properly as a small business owner in particular, or you, you are in the moving industry, or you, you have some other income that is not a W-2 income, you have to put a strategy in place so that there will be no surprises when it's time to pay your taxes. Obviously, you know, we look into the scriptures always. It's our foundation and it's this book of life deals with every situation the world has ever faced. And in this case, when it comes to taxes, it has a solution for it as well. So in Matthew, in Matthew 17, 24, Matthew 17, 24, after they had arrived in Capernaum, the collectors of the two drachma tax came to Peter and asked, Does your teacher pay the two drachmas? And again, the drachma is former monetary unit of Greece. Yes, he answered. When Peter entered the house, meaning that he was outside of the house, Jesus was inside. And when Peter entered the house, Jesus preempted him. What do you think, Simon? He asked. From whom do the kings of the earth collect custom and taxes? From their own sons or from others? From others, Peter answered. Jesus told him, then the sons are exempt, correct? But so that, and Jesus continued here, but so that we may not offend them, go to the sea, cast a hook, and take the first fish you catch, open its mouth, and you will find four drachma coins. Take it 
and give it to them for my tax and for your taxes as well. Here, Jesus believed that they, the sons, were exempted from paying taxes, but because of the law and so that they do not offend them, he directed Peter to go and pay their taxes. So we see here that even in the scripture, during those days, people were paying taxes. They didn't have a best system in place like we do today, but people pay their taxes. In Matthew, Matthew 22, 15 to 22, Matthew chapter 22, verse 15 to 22, and the Pharisees went out and plotted to trap Jesus in his words. They sent their disciple to him along the Herodians' teacher. They said, We know that you are honest and that you teach the way of God in accordance with the truth. You seek favor from no one because you pay no attention to the external appearance. So tell us, what do you think? Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Look at this. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not. They are trying to trap him here, right? But Jesus knew their evil intent and said, You hypocrites, why are you testing me? Show me the coin used for the tax. And they brought him a denarius. Then Jesus said, Whose image is this? He asked them. Whose inscription is this? They said, Caesar's. Jesus told them, give to Caesar what is Caesar's and to God what is God. And when they heard this, they were amazed. So they left him and went away. Listen, some of you as small business owners pay more taxes than the hedge fund manager out there who makes millions of dollars and pay low taxes versus Small business owners. I've talked to small business owners who pay almost 50% in taxes. Their tax rate goes that high. Right? So no one wants to pay the government taxes, especially you work hard, you make money. But that is the law of the land and we all pay our taxes. We pay a fair share of time. We actually overpay taxes compared to hedge fund and other corporations. This is something that you cannot get around. So we want to wrap our head around this and find a strategy to help you pay your taxes, manage your business finances properly so that when the time comes, you can take care of your payroll, you can take care of your bills, you can pay your taxes, at the same time enjoy the fruit of your labor, the income, the revenue from your business. So here's how I want to help you today. To streamline and effectively manage your small business so that you can enjoy the fruit of your business and not end up with financial and tax problems. If you are not driving, take a pen and paper and write these principles down. Write these strategies down to effectively manage your finances, your small business finances in particular. Oh, small business means you don't have W-2, right? You, you have W-9 or other forms of tax. But outside of W-2, do this 
and it will set you free. It will clear your mind. You have that peace of mind to focus doing what you love, running a business and developing ideas and creating opportunity for others. What you have to do is to create four bank accounts to begin with. You create four different bank accounts. Now, number one, the first bank account, which is your account for operations or your operational account. That number one account, the operational account or account for all of your operations, that's where everything goes into. Incomes, invoices, every income first goes into this operating account. And from that operating account is where you're going to distribute. Everything flows into this operating account. All business income, payments, payrolls, bills, everything goes into that. You take a salary from that, meaning you take a salary if you have employees, you pay everyone from that operating account. It is very important to leave that account solely for operation purposes only. Bank account number two, a personal checking account. This is a personal checking account where you deposit your salary, the amount that you pay yourself. And if you do this, it's very beautiful thing to be able to take income from your business and not worry about anything else because you are now financially managing your business income properly. So you set up a separate personal account where you deposit your salary and that salary is where personally if you are paying taxes as you pay tax from there as well on your personal level not for the business so you have a personal account where you deposit your salary and that's where you spend that money on whatever expenses you have personally giving tithing buying stuff, traveling, and all that for personal purposes, not for business. Account number three, set up a tax account, okay? You set up a number three bank account. It's your tax account only. Nothing else come out of that. All you do is deposit your tax, and we'll talk about the percentages that you put in there. You deposit that into your tax account, and you let it sit there. Because as a small business in the U.S., you pay your taxes on the quarterly or you file on the quarterly basis. So open a tax account, and in my case, I'll put 25% of my profit you know, for tax purposes. So I would just, when the income comes in, I put 25% of the income into the tax bank account. I don't touch it. I don't use it for anything else. It sits there and I use that to pay taxes. I tell you, when you do that, it sets you free. When the times comes and I'll talk about finding CPA and so forth and the CPA prepares it, you just, boom, it goes out of that account. And you don't have to worry. You don't have to lose sleep. So how are you going to take care of this IRS bill? And it will never be a surprise to you again. So that's account number three. Set up a tax bank account. And the purpose for that account is to manage and pay your taxes 
only. You do not borrow money from that account. You do not take money from that account. You don't touch it for any reason but for taxes only. Number four, set up a profit account. So the profit, obviously, above everything else. You've paid your payroll. You've taken your taxes. You've paid the bills and everything is gone. The profit goes into your profit account. It's a separate account. And that's where you are beginning to build wealth, to begin to build assets. And that profit account, when it grows to a point, you empty it out into investment, into assets, into buying properties and other things. And that's where you begin to make your profit or your money work for you so that you can expand your net worth. This simple four-prone strategy will set you free. You can now effectively manage your finances, your small business finances, so that there will be no surprises when certain things come due. When payroll come due, you know exactly where it's coming from. You know where to spend, personally spend your money without mingling and mixing personal expenses with your business expenses. You know where your tax money sits. Every profit that comes in, you get $1 profit, 25% of that goes into your tax. That's 25 cents, right? So you do the math. Every income that you get, 25% of that, at least minimum goes into your tax account and all expenses taken care of. Then the fourth account, which is your profit account, is money that is above and beyond. You put it there. And when it is enough, you begin to invest it. Invests in stocks, invests in mutual funds, in properties, and other things, so that this account is a revenue generator account. Okay, so these are the four strategies I wanted to share with you to set you free from financial headache, for financial stress that I've seen so many small businesses face. They don't plan for it. I have a friend who his business actually generated a very good income. And when I talk to him, boy, he just tell me, oh boy, my, I got to pay taxes now. I, I didn't have a, a money set aside for it. Right. So I helped him set up this strategy and it has freed him up that he can now focus on his business and develop and run that business without being burdened with this financial issues that most people face. Most people with W9 or small business income face, and this include the movie makers, the celebrities, and all these people out there who find themselves in tax obligations and sometimes get sent to prison or necessarily because they did not plan properly. So to recap, one, you need an operating account, an operation account, an account for all of your operations in your business. All income flows to this account. Payrolls come out of that account. Bills and all other stuff come out from this operating account 
And then you have a personal account just for you and your family. That is where you deposit your salary. And I encourage you to take salary every time there's an income because when you have this process set up, you get $1. How much of that percent of that is your salary? Put that in your personal account. If it's 10 cents or 25 cents of a dollar, put that in your personal account. Then put your tax percentage of that into your tax account. And then above and beyond the profit goes into your profit account. And when you do this, you can now focus on running your business. If you follow this simple small business finance strategy, you too can effectively manage your small business money so that you can enjoy running the business and enjoy the fruit of your business. Lastly, find the right financial advisor or a CPA. It is very important you have a CPA that you work with. And if you don't have one, you can contact me and I'll put you in touch with a CPA that I trust uh, who have been, who has been doing my taxes for many, many years. You can send me an email to liberty at drfree.org, liberty at drfree.org. And I can put you in touch with a very good CPA who can help you manage your small business finances so that you can focus on developing ideas. You can focus running your business. This is why you started a business, not to be bogged down with financial situation, but you enjoy running a business. Do this and you can sleep at night. Do this and you'll be so free and you can now expand and enjoy your life as well. Expand your business and enjoy your life as well. Let me pray for your business. I declare in the name of Jesus that you are successful in your business. I declare that you have put in place a financial strategy to manage your business and therefore you are enjoying the fruit of your business. You have the mind, the ideas to continue to grow your business I call forth clients from the north. I call forth clients from the south. I call forth clients from the east and west to flood into your business. You are getting new contracts in the name of Jesus. You are getting bigger and bigger and bigger contracts and your business is expanding in the name of Jesus. I declare your business is successful. I remove any obstacles. I remove any blockade. I remove anything that tries to stop and push your business back and cause your business to fail in the name of Jesus. I put a stop to it in Jesus name. I declare your business is successful in the mighty name of Jesus. You cannot fail. You cannot fail. You shall not fail. Your business will not fail. I declare it is above only and not beneath in the name of Jesus. Every bad mistakes you have made has been eliminated in the mighty name of Jesus. Declared now in Jesus name. 
You run into the right people at all times. You meet the right people at all times and they give you new ideas. You partner with the right people in the name of Jesus. Your business is debt free right now. I declare your business is debt free in the name of Jesus. Because now you are operating your finances in a different way. You are debt free. Your business is profitable. In the name of Jesus, no one shall take advantage of you. Every outstanding invoice is paid right now in Jesus. And believe that. Believe that every outstanding invoice, every outstanding collection out there that is due your business is paid today in the name of Jesus. Your phone begins to ring from people that you have even forgotten that they, they own your business are calling in a rush to pay you back right now in Jesus name. We thank you God for this power to be able to call forth all outstanding dead, the ones that we remember and the ones that we don't, they are now calling your business to pay you back in the mighty name of Jesus. You are blessed. Your business is blessed. I declare this over you. That you are blessed. You are meeting the needs of your customers. And they are recommending others to you. In the name of Jesus. We thank you Father. That this business is successful. This business is the best. Is doing everything that it was created to do and is returning profit and we give you the praise for it in jesus name amen and amen now that we have declared over your business is successful listen to this carefully during the coronavirus situation that we are in you've seen how important people are how important customers are without customers your business cannot exist. So if you are not already taking extreme good care of your customers, making them feel important, taking care of the customer is the golden standard these days. You cannot abuse your customers. You cannot do things that hurt your customers and think that everything will be fine. Without customers, you will not have a business. So, Take care of your customers. Take care of your members if it is a ministry. Take care of the people that support your business. You know, I've seen people, the lockdown, you know, restaurants and other places, waste that people can come in and transact with them. And there are businesses before the pandemic that mistreat their customers. But the piece of advice I can give you is make this one of your core values taking care of the customer and also taking care of your employees if you have employees take care of the people and the rest will take care of themselves you take care of your employees you take care of the customer and the rest will take care of themselves. Again, my name is Dr. Free, and thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you haven't subscribed, go ahead and subscribe right now and tell your friends and family to subscribe today.